On this week's General Admission, we recap our weekend in Asbury at the Less Than Jake Show, a local show at the Lanes, and a charity show at the Trinity Church. We break down some new singles from Taking Back Sunday and The Mezingers. We also get into some news topics and debate whether we should be wearing hearing protection at shows, probably. We wrap up with some talk on this weekend's Stoke for Summer and preview the upcoming GA Book Club. Okay, let's go. Welcome to General Admission. Today is July 20th, and we went to a show. Hold for applause. Hold for a hot, sticky, sweaty show that was it, inside. It was so sweaty. I'm sweating just thinking about it. It was less than Jake at the House of Independence, which is like 500 people, right? Yeah. And it, it was jammed. It was, it was, well, oh, it was yeah. a sold out show. Yeah. So, yeah, true. It was real sweaty, real um, skanky, moshy. <laughs> the pit was the the skank pit was everyone was skipping around. Everyone was doing their thing. And a lot of crowd surfers, too. A lot I of, don't think they were prepared for a lot of big crowd surfers. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Always like we prepared. dropped the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did. Well, a, a drop would imply that we failed to catch him. When in reality, we didn't we had, know we had no chance was, of catching him. We didn't know there was anything that needed to be caught until he was on the ground. <laughs> that might be the hardest I've ever seen someone hit the floor before. I felt it because <laughs> my feet were right there. Like, and he was, as far as the people crowd surfing, he was one of the smaller guys, like totally could have caught him. I just think I could have really caught tall. him by myself. Maybe give him a little kiss on the forehead and then just put him down. But nope, nothing. No one laid a finger on him. He just smacked the <laughs> ground. It was like the scene in the other guys, like the rock and uh, Samuel Jackson. Aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy, so there was no barrier between between the crowd and the stage, and the crowd surfers would just go right onto the stage. There was no security to catch them, and then they would jump back into the crowd. <laughs> this guy, it was during the encore, so like I don't know if they were between. I don't know why we didn't see him. Is <laughs> I think we we're just paying attention to the band. They're like right in the <laughs> middle of uh, was it Johnny yeah. Quest? It was right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he jumped from like, if he jumped from the middle of the stage in our direction, we would have saw him. But he jumped from like the side of the stage. At an angle, he jumped. Yeah. We talked to him about it, though. Like, <laughs> we helped him up. And then between songs, we're like, man, that was a hard one. He's like, but he wasn't feeling any pain at that point. I'm sure no. Monday morning he was, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the band had to. So. We we talk about this after the show, but do you think the band was like they weren't upset about they were, the they were flustered? I think flustered. is the right word. I don't know. Like they've played Jersey for like thirty years. Yeah, they should know like how beloved they are here and how crazy crowds can get sometimes. Especially, but I, the... I think the venue was new and they weren't aware there was no security up front. Starland, I'm pretty sure it's usually yeah. locked down in front. 
but not yeah. you can literally just walk on stage. It has to have independence. Yeah, there at the end of Amberlin, they invited the whole crowd on the stage to take a picture, and everyone who possible who could go up just went up. Thought the stage was going to collapse, but yeah, they they had to like back up uh, Chris's mic from center stage because he was just like. I have a clip of Roger saying, like, we're glad you guys are having fun, but like, let us play the fucking songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, we're here for the chaos, but we need it to be somewhat controlled. Yeah, he didn't want to lose a tooth, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the new hair. He doesn't want to lose a tooth now. <laughs> he shouted out his his hair surgeon or whatever, <laughs> whatever the technical term is for that. He's like, yeah, this guy gave me plugs and like, it's awesome. Look. And he's like holding his hair back for like his hairline. <laughs> really funny he he's the bald like trombone player just shaking his head yeah he and <laughs> remember when so people would crowd surf up and the trombone player uh was security yeah he would literally just put his trombone in people's faces as they got close to the stage and go she <laughs> would just like <laughs> try and deny them via trombone he was having a great time though his they all were. Was, just I yeah. think they just were not expecting to not have someone catching crowd surfers for them. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool venue to see a band though, because like you, you're, it's very rare you're that up close and personal with like a band you really love. Yeah, there's like Menzingers there was incredible too. Wow, that would be. And I, uh, was that as crazy? I feel like it would be pretty close actually, because no, less than Jake was much crazier. Well, I think just the Voodoo Glow Skulls kind of set the tone. Yeah, shout out Voodoo Glow Skulls. California ska punk. Their lead singer had on like like the poncho like rug thing and then like this mask like El, El Nacho wrestler. Libre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> had horns and shit and like he was jumping and yelling. He didn't have an instrument and it was a, just a great opener to set the tone because you didn't need to know the songs. You could know the songs very quickly. Like I was singing along before, like halfway almost. You learn them quick. Yeah. What was the one? It was just like fuck society. It was like something weird like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was having a blast with that one. <laughs> a lot of oys. It's like yeah, yeah. They have oys and like Matthew Souls of O's. O's. <laughs> <laughs> oys and O's. And then Blink has na na na's. You got to pick your sound and then just commit to it. Go with it. Yeah. And apparently they've been around for like forever. And like that was the first I've heard of them was that night. But I mean, just shows how not deep my Scott knowledge is. But was it I don't remember if it was you or Palazzi telling me shout out Palazzi also went to the show. Also shout out Kristen. We had a great crew. Um, awesome but crew. they had a new this their singers like relatively new. Oh yeah, I was done. I was reading their Wikipedia page and I got on. Yeah. So uh, I mean, like from Death by Stereo, like the same singer. Ah, I vaguely recognize that name, but not too much. Also, like he wears a mask, so same Slipknot effect. Like, do they even need to tell anyone? Yeah, but then he (laughs) took it off at the end of the show. Like towards the end of the show, he did take it off. And they had like this giant, like booger-looking mascot thing, waving a flag around. That was pretty funny. Yeah. But Palazzi was saying, like, the Less Than Jake crowd isn't normally like that. Like, that was an aggressive, like, skank uh, pit for them. Yeah. It was, 
yeah it definitely was like harder than usual because usually with them it's more like skippy in the pit and this felt a little more rough elbows but it could be maybe because like hello rock views like more punk than ska almost like a lot of the songs are pretty like high energy whereas like when they can mix in something like signs of selling yourself short like that's more of like a bounce around song so bounce around the room i had to do it before you did beat me to it (laughs) it was taking down the numbers line (laughs) nicely done it was great it was um i so they encored with they did um Science selling yourself short. This is in not the right order. Um, look what happened. Lie to me. Johnny Quest thinks we're sellouts. Automatic and Gainesville Rock City. Really solid encore. Yeah, six songs on top of the on top of the album. I think. So they played twenty total. I don't think I could have physically went longer. No. Yeah. <laughs> we were tired from the opener, and like we weren't really. We were just standing there. Yeah. Most of the time. But there's just like a cloud of humidity in there. Yeah. I bought this shirt I have on now for anyone watching on YouTube. And I just used it as like a sweat rag for the entire show. It was drenched. I was drenched. We were all completely drenched. Oh, I didn't even tell you this, Brett. After after you left, we were trying to figure out what to do. Because we all just like really wanted water. Not even like a beer. I mean, I would have took any liquid. But we couldn't find anything. And the only clubs were, or bars were like like empress or something and like they're not letting us in like disgusting like you just get out of the pool yeah so we went to the beach and jumped in the ocean there you go (laughs) yeah that probably felt amazing though it did it really did walking on because it was like 11 30 at night at this point it's foggy no one's obviously on the beach i'm just thinking how stupid this is and how i'm gonna have to get back in an uber (laughs) but we all like no one wanted to be the one to say we shouldn't. So we all just like doubled down. And I mean, I I took off most of my clothes, just went in like my, my boxers and I was already soaked before going in. So it really didn't make much of a difference. I felt cleaner. It really Wipe great. The, decision. Rinse the sweat off. Yeah. Really great decision. I I don't know how bad we must've smelled for the Uber or not. Just like salt. It's just salt. It's like body salt, salt and, and sweat. Ocean salt. Ocean breeze salty. Uh I, I, when I got home, I told Sandra, like that that's the sweatiest I've been since like a full day at warp tour. Yeah. And we were there for like a quarter of the time. Yeah. And even like the warp tour, well, there was kind of a breeze at times, maybe. I guess it depends. Not in like the racetrack days. Yeah. Yeah, that was like 07. I think I went to one at that racetrack. You just cook in the on the parking lot. Yeah. I thought I was in a field. Is there one in a field? <laughs> Probably. Where, Vaguely remember a field. Used to be somewhere before the racetrack. Yeah. It might have been a field. But now yeah. I'm blanking on where it used to be. Yeah. Uh, either way. Hot as fuck. Great time though, great great time. Now it's we, show one of three this month. Yeah, we also had the less than Jake beer there, which was just okay. From Icarus Brewing, Little, they made a Hello Rock Brew. Lot going on. Yeah, 
Yeah. They make great beer, Icarus, but there's a lot going on in that one. Yeah, but you got to get the band's beer. If they have a beer, might as well try it. Hello, you know? Rock Brew is called. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so one down, three to go, or two to go for July. And I also went to the lanes Friday night on the way down. So I want to shout out some of the bands. I won't. I don't talk about too much, but I was driving down to my parents anyway for my dad's 60th birthday. Happy birthday, dad. And like, I have to pass Asbury. So I might as well just stop and go to the show. It was my friend, my friend's band called a boy named John. Great band. They're like early 2000s vibe, like Sayosin kind of Coheedy with like their instrumentals and stuff like very solid. Then there's Jawdust, who we've talked about on the podcast before. It's like half of Halogens and it's two other dudes. And they were just straight up hardcore. Heavy as hell. It was like me and like four dudes moshing. The place was, it was not a very full show. I mean, there was like 100 to 200 people in there maybe, but that's, it wasn't like. No one was going at it. No not really. People were like lined up along the front. People were watching the band, but me and like four other guys would occasionally just like push each other and like, I don't know. How do you not mosh to that? M- music is heavy as hell. It's jawdust. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and um, opening band, there was this opening band there called Shudder. Um, Shutter, not Shudder. Shudder's um, the horror movie streaming service, right? You would know better than me. <laughs> I have not seen I'm that pretty one. Sure. Wait, there's a whole streaming service for horror movies? That's pretty S-H-U-D-D-E-R. cool. S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Ah, because they make you shudder. There you go. Wow. Wow, we really cracked the code on that one. Um, but these guys were just like emo-y, Midwest style. Like the, the singer was great. And then bassist was doing some like screams and backup singing. Their guitarist had like this Explorer Gibson, which is the one that's like, um, think of a Les Paul shape, then think of like a flying V shape. You know that other one that kind of looks like um, the Trey guitar, the Ditto Pokemon. Like <laughs> just that, guitar? like no Trey's guitar is the Languidoc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had an Explorer. That was cool. Um, they were great. I- I'd like to try and get them on. Turns out they're from my hometown. Like. The kid went to my high school, so that was pretty cool. Wasn't expecting that. Your friend, your friend, he's got a band. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about fish later, but we will <laughs> reference fish this entire episode. Summer tour is in full swing, and it's awesome. Um, then the last band was called Get Lost. Um, they were also good. Uh, I didn't catch as much of them because I had to kind of get out of there, get to my folks. But yeah. Sleeping on couches all weekend, going to shows, drinking beers. It was good. And then I slept for like 12 hours yesterday. I needed that. Yeah. You had a little bit of an adventure on Friday night too, right? Or Saturday night. Saturday night. Yes. So we, uh, so Benny Horowitz of Gaslight Anthem has a side band called Town Liar with uh, Heath. Saracino is it Saracino or Saracino? Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I've only ever sure read it. Heath he's, from Midtown. He's from Midtown. 
and then they have the lead singer of Kid Dynamite. And they're, they were really awesome. Like, they put on a benefit show for Sandra's company, the uh, New York, New Jersey Baykeeper. So, like, any profits from the show went right to Baykeeper. So, Benny was nice enough to put a show on. And I was blown away by how good they were. I was kind of bummed, like, their music's not on Spotify. Like, it's exclusively on Bandcamp. You can stream it on there. And, like, the whole yeah. EP is just really, really good. What's what's the name again? Town Liar. Town Liar. I'll check it out. You get I think the it's called Seven Lies, I think, is the album. Or oh. First Seven Lies. Nice. Something like that. You, I'm you, definitely butchering it, but... You got to talk to Benny and meet him? Got to meet Benny briefly beforehand and got to pose for a picture, but did not have time to give him a podcast business card, unfortunately. You should have just slipped it into his back pocket and not said a word. <laughs> he finds it later. He's like, what is this? <laughs> he's also extremely tall. He's like, I feel like he's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six or something. Damn. That's very tall. Very tall man. Yeah. But it was cool. It was kind of like, as we're reading the Where Are Your Boys Tonight, it had a very, like, New Brun or uh, yeah, New Brunswick basement feel to it. Like, there's not that many people, but like, it was a really tiny venue. It was at like Trinity Church in Asbury. So it was like a little gymnasium. And like, oh, the band's just cool. like right there in front of you. But it was awesome. Yeah. And speaking of that book, he's in that book like a ton. He is. Yeah. I got to casually reference the Manville Elks Lodge and he was like impressed for a second. And I told yes. him I was reading the book and he didn't react to it. So <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think it's like what you said. Like he might that quote of might have been from like ten years ago, he, potentially, which would explain yeah. why there was no reaction. But I felt like he was in the book like a ton. Was right. Well, I yeah, mean, I didn't get so... as far as you did yet, but I jumped the gun a little. You bit. did a keg stand on that, yeah. on that book. <laughs> it was an accident. I'm treating it like a bourbon. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just drink it again. If we're sticking to the drinking metaphor. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, but we'll, yeah we're, we'll, I'll reach out to Tan Meyer, then hopefully we can get them on. I'm pretty sure we hopefully can. That'd be cool. Be very cool. Especially reading this book. We could yeah. ask him all about about the glory days. Like just like, if you setting listen to that, that stuff up. When you listen to the album, like you can tell they're, they're just having a great time. Like this is all for just like the love of music. And it's really cool to listen to. That's great. Yeah, and then uh, Stoke for Summer Saturday. Souls, Bayside, Screaming Females, and Mercy Union, who are pretty good. I never listened to Mercy Union before, but I looked them up a couple days ago. They're also on that Menzingers early tour. Yo, this Menzingers tour tour made me like legit cry. Not really, kind of. I was a little crushed. Not like if we didn't have these front bottoms tickets already, it would be a real tough decision which one to go to. I mean, that could just be like the grass is always greener side of me talking. The front yeah. bottoms have never disappointed me at all. It's just the Mezingers announce a tour and it's with microwave cloud nothings and rodeo something. Um, Sorry not familiar with the last one but i love microwave as i've said so many times on the show i love the mezingers and that's like two bands that i haven't seen a whole lot and that's like a just a big double whammy like 
I can't even tell you who's opening on the front bottom show. It's probably just fucking oh so oh so for the millionth time. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud Nothing's yeah. are great too. Like it's a phenomenal tour. Yeah. But there's no Jersey date. Maybe there will be. It's pretty tight. Like I was looking, yeah. like, I was looking at the dates. I'm like, I don't even see where they could squeeze it in unless they just play like the week before Christmas. Lauren seems to think they might do a crossroads show, but just Messengers. That would be usually how they roll there, but I'd be all yeah. for that. That yeah. like you oh. haven't been to Crossroads yet, right? No, also Iron Sheik announced the Crossroads show on September 2nd, but that's Labor Day weekend. So, like, I just can't do it. Yeah. They were in the book, which I was surprised to see them get a mention. Were they? Man, I need to read this again more carefully. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that I have a physical book, I can go back and, like, cross-reference people's names. Yeah. Because... They've been around too, and they just like. I think they just tour and make music like when they feel like it. Like they might all have other projects or jobs, and they just like randomly have a really good band for fun. And one of the members died, I think, like oh, within like bad. the last six, seven years. That's rough. Yeah, that'll certainly like slow down shit. But yeah, I would, I would love to go to that. The Mezingers one, like, I don't think i'd want to just drive to philly if that week is already yeah. if we didn't have the hotelier show yeah i'd 100 just be like well we're making a weekend of it yeah or like say from bottoms we're in south jersey then it's like we're down there you zip over to philly like it's not as much but to go from new york city to philly back-to-back nights i i just don't want to do that no. i don't want to do that more than i do want to see the band yeah like where we live like we're fortunate where we're like the midway point between the city yeah. and philly not that we're close to either you're just like but... a meet a, like a mile distance to both yeah but, it's like an yeah. hour drive for each yeah it's kind of cool yeah so it could have so... been it could have been doable but yeah that hotel your show will still be fun yeah and now now that Lesson Jake's over, I can start listening to other stuff. Um, I really binged Hello Rock View hard. And it's a like it's I a great album. It. it didn't feel like a chore at all, but I did listen to it real hard and it paid off because I knew all the songs and it was a lot of fun. I think I spent too much time on there. This is less than Jake than on Hello Rock View. Because there are uh, some songs I didn't know at all. Uh yeah. I I'm, mean, I didn't knew them, I just didn't know the words. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious, like, what our year end is going to look like, because I might just be like ska as my number one genre right now. Between them and Millington, um, we have that shout out Millington. Um, we had their like founder, lead singer, bass player on. I don't know. Great interview. We'll probably run that next week, I think. But yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of lot of horns in my life. A lot of horns. One might say, car horn. <laughs> I was going to say I'm very I'm very horny all the time really, oh. <laughs> with all this ska music. <laughs> Boo. Uh, I'm taking back Sunday put out a new single. I 
lot better than the clip they put out. Like they did not do that song justice with that. Yeah, it was kind of weird. The clip was just kind of like average, but the song was better than the clip. I don't, I don't know why the clip didn't work for me. The song did though, like as a whole, I it was like a nice, yeah, enjoyable. It it wasn't like song. it wasn't like a crazy song. Like it was, it's mostly like palm muting and like there's like bar- barely a solo. So it's like pretty TBS. It falls in that category. Yeah, there's like John Nolan gets to sing a little bit, and then they almost do call and response, but they don't. But like during the towards the end, like. I think Adam's singing and John's doing some like O's or something, or he might be saying a word. I don't, I don't exactly remember. We can put it in. I'll put in a little clip. We're going to try this episode. Just put in clips. I just remember that now on the spot. So what else do we talk about? I'm going to put in so many clips. Get ready, people. (laughs) Menzinger's dropped a single. Oh, yep. That's right. We'll get to that next though. Um, Do you watch the music video for this taking back Sunday song? The one is what it's called. I did. Because remember, we I think we both watched it and had the same reaction. We're like, is Eddie Reyes not in the band anymore? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he left. Um, apparently, there was like, he's been having some alcohol issues. And... Which kind of bummed me out. Like, reading the book bums me out. Because like, I didn't realize like how he pretty much founded the band. And like, yeah. he would band hop for years until taking back some. Then he's like, all right, I'm going to stick with this one. Yeah, and I I remember some quote he had of like that he'll never leave. Like he like is taking back Sunday and like I don't know. He snubbed me though once and I mean I he left for like a, a real reason, so I don't want to be too shitty. But walk I walked past him at some show at like Webster or Irving Plaza, like on the stairs. Which which one has the downstairs bar when you walk in and then it- I think it's is it Webster. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, mix them all. They're like I'm rusty. The I'm same, club. the same in my head. Yeah, but I walk by him. I'm just like Eddie. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like fine, fine. Screw you, man. Be that way. <laughs> so he was like, but if, su- if no one could come active. back, he can come uh, back someday. Yeah, yeah. There. Man, Which we'll we, get into. At yeah, another episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for another time. But I was just. All I'll say is right now they have the original lineup minus eddie which is pretty cool the tell all your friends lineup but yeah there's there was a lot of ins and out i think a couple of the guys like left joined left joined like i think they had two instances of leaving and coming back which is really crazy i hope fred comes back someday but i don't think that'll ever happen no not with no, no. one back no fred wants to like write music and i don't think that's how like i think adam wants to write music and it's his band so he's got a bed <laughs> he does there's no adam and team uh yeah but i i liked it. the video was cool they were like sitting around the table talking about like a show that they were going to perform and then it's just all of them getting ready adam's got some gorgeous blonde highlights in his hair Really knocked it out of the park. And they get in the G Wagon, which is just like I feel like if you're an artist and you have any <laughs> like modicum of success, you get a G Wagon. 
Is it like in the in their contract? Do labels just give out G wagons, or are they all just they like, have to? Right? <laughs> it really feels that way. Everyone, everyone's got a G wagon. That Mercedes drove me crazy. I was speeding. Shout out Mac. Um, the shagging wagon. <laughs> yeah, put that on the side of our G wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the song didn't like blow me away, but I thought it was good. I don't think they've never really put out anything that like I disliked. Like at worst, Taking Back Sunday is just like, oh, this is just a Taking Back Sunday song and it's fine. I yeah. probably won't listen to it much. So their low bar is high, in my opinion. I agree with that. Like if I get their last album, I don't really go back to that much, but I remember it being like, pretty uh, tidal wave decent. was cool yeah there was a couple like heavier ones i thought i remember there were two or three that i was into for a little bit but i mean tidal wave was a good song yeah we should we should just uh do a little dive on taking but do a little dive into the tidal wave and maybe we'll find some happiness with these new again songs I'm sure I will once you get to that part in the book. Like I've been myself. deep diving <laughs> these bands as I go through. So Yeah. Yeah, and that the Long Island scene was crazy back then. Like I didn't realize the first chapter just like kind of just gives you like a little peek. Like it doesn't dive fully in yet. Like it's no. mostly focused on silent majority. Yeah. They're just laying laying the groundwork. Because I, I don't remember it was Silent Majority or like Rites of Spring that were like Taking Back Sundays just like doing what we did and they're wildly more popular and it's not fair. I think Silent Majority. Yeah. That, that was the chapter where Bernieri's like there were definitely bands of the old guard that weren't happy. Yeah. With Bayside, Brand New and Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. And he's it's not, like, like he's not wrong though. If you listen to that album, I've been listening to it like the last couple of days because it's like really, really good Life of a Spectator. By Silent Majority, like it's you hear all three of those bands on that album. They just weren't there at the right time. Yeah, they hung it up just before it blew up. Yeah, this entire like book and scene is like the definition of like what is it? Rising tide, right place, wrong time. Rising or tide right place, helps right time. raises all ships or whatever. Like all these bands coming up in different areas around the country, they all benefited from that. What is it? A rising tide helps all ships? Rising tide lifts all ships? Lifts. There you okay. go. Yeah. Yikes. Should have been able to remember Eight that one. Ships. That's pretty pretty easy expression. Do you, do we have a date for this album by Taking Back Sunday? Not or yet. So they're kind of like the Menzingers. They're putting out a single, but not all giving right. the album date yet. It's okay. Um, I'm sure they'll have another single and another single and another single. Did you listen to the new front bottom single? <laughs> I think that's not, five, yeah. five yeah. out of ten on the album that are out right now. Listen to the first two, and then they put a third one out. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Put a fourth one out. I'm like, nope. Too so many. I, I found a I found a balance, sort two. of. No, no. I listened the first like two songs I listened to like on repeat, and I can already like sing along to them. With the other ones, I literally just 
played them once to hear it and then I haven't put it on again. So like as far as like talking about this new release right now, I can't really tell you. But I checked it out and I'm not going to run it into the ground and then when the album comes out like I feel like that's that's a decent way to do it cuz I'm too curious to not listen at all. But I don't want to be sick of half the album before it comes out. Yeah, especially when like we'll listen to it a lot when it comes out and then in November leading up to this show it'll be in heavy rotation. Yeah. And I mean unless they really do a shit job with this album, they're a band where I'm listening to the album like five times a day probably. Yeah. <laughs> I I like really run them into the ground when they put out music. But it's fun. We had another another single, and I think that's it for singles this week. Um Mezinger's put out a single. Um There's No Place in This World for Me, is what it's called. I really Menzingers. liked it. I think I like it more than their whole last album. Mm. I didn't listen to that last album very much, okay. so that might not be very fair. But I say it was vintage Menzingers. Everything you love about the Menzingers and expect from the Menzingers is what you got. Yeah, with this that... song, it's very Greg heavy. Yeah, obviously because he's like this is a Greg song, but like it's if it's a sign of things to come. Like I expect another solid album from them. Yeah, his his voice is so good. That ras that raspy scream he does. Like... Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And like the guitar part is great. And then there's like an actual interesting bass line happening over it. Like it's not like two different bands, so I'm not comparing it in that way. But like whereas Taking Back Sunday was kind of like like quarter palm eighth palms. notes, like palm muting. This was a little more like interesting musically, or just went a little harder but yeah i just like you said vintage messengers and like they've been long overdue for a new album like it's been four years since hello exile came out wow and that's one two so this would be their this would be their fifth album or is it just yeah sixth sixth there's um, one before Chamberlain Waits. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't think I know that one. I know the one behind me. I know after the party. Um, then Rented there's one where I don't want to be an asshole that I always like. Don't listen Rented to. World. Yeah. yeah. So that's three. Then there was the one from last year. Or, Hello, exactly. Like, yeah. And then mm, I always the one... butcher this name. It's Butcher. really long. It's like technology something. Hold on. <laughs> no, that's the I don't name. listen to that's it that name. much. Yeah. This is like their first. Chamberlain Waits is really good though. A let okay, here it goes. A lesson in the abuse of information technology. Ah, who decided on that one? <laughs> Not sure, but is that their first 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 album? First first. Wow. But then their second one, Chamberlain Waits, is also really good. All right. I'm going to listen to some Mezingers that I've never listened to before. 
because I get really hooked on albums by them, and I don't I don't go to other ones. And it's just often. a half hour, so it's a quick listen. Yeah, nice and easy. Very cool. Yeah, it's been slow as far as like albums coming out this time of year, but I like that singles are starting to float, and we'll get some albums probably coming more like in the fall at this point. Because the fall calendar is really late right now. Like release wise, just waiting for blank and like the front bottoms. Actually, do we do we even know? Do we even know yet for blank? (laughs) Or did do I just keep saying it's October? If it was October, they would be next year, didn't you? No, no, for some forty-one. I'm saying for blank. For blank. I'm starting to think that one might be twenty-four. I don't know what they're waiting for. If it was October, we would know by now, unless they do. A surprise drop. How awesome! Get Beyonce. <laughs> Eminem did it too. Did you see? Oh, I sent. I sent it to you. I know you saw. Him it. Coming out with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, in Detroit. That's, That's pretty so cool. sick. Yeah, Ed Sheeran was playing "Lose Yourself," and then Eminem came out. Is he like the Bruce Springsteen of Detroit? Like every show, like you think Marshall's going to come out, <laughs> perform "Lose Yourself." I have to ask someone from Detroit, which I don't know anyone <laughs> from Detroit. All right. Well, if anyone from Detroit's listening, let us know. Um, (laughs) DVD12. Nicely done. (laughs) We need a we need a rating system for jokes. (laughs) (laughs) How many? I don't know. We'll come up with something. We should use someone's discography. (laughs) Like what album? Like basically, like or like, just use like blanks. Like that was that was a neighborhoods. <laughs> uh, All right, I'll give you a dude ranch. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, wow. All right, yeah. We'll just go, just go album names to rate jokes. More Cheshire Cat on that than Yeesh. Enema. Yeesh. Not your best work. <laughs> <laughs> I want to retry that one in a year. Put on the next album. Um. There was some crazy other news. So Pink is performing in the UK. And during Just Like a Pill, someone threw their mom's ashes in a bag onto the stage. She bends down and picks them up and realizes what they are. And she points. She's like, is this is this your mother? And I guess the person like nodded yes. She goes, I... I don't know how to feel about this. And she just walked to the front of the stage, placed them at the front of the stage, and they like stayed there the rest of the show. That did not get the party started. <laughs> that was self-titled. <laughs> that what do you even like? I just what's like what's best case scenario? Does she like pour them on herself? <laughs> Does she throw them into the crowd? She keeps what? them. <laughs> what are you hoping for there? I I really I don't know. Like if you if you threw my ashes onto the stage for fish, I I don't know what the end game is here. Maybe like I got nothing. There's really nothing you can do with a bag of ashes on a stage short of just like throwing them, scattering them into the crowd, which is incredibly fucked up. 
I think Voodoo Glow Skulls would have did that. Would have <laughs> did that. <laughs> Probably. So this, when I saw Fish at the Gorge, next to the stage of the Gorge, it's along, you know, the Gorge. This the the Colombian River, all this shit. It's like a beautiful venue. Like I just look at pictures of that venue sometimes. It's it's unreal. I still can't believe I got to go there and camp there for like a weekend. It was amazing. Um, but next to the stage, there's like balconies where you can like go over. Well, you don't want to go over, but you could walk to the balcony and you could look out, you know, over the chasm. And we're sitting up there before the show, just kind of people watching. And I guess these people wanted to honor their friend and uh, they had his ashes. And they went to throw this guy's ashes into the gorge. The only thing is they didn't really check the wind upon doing this. Oh, no. Just like Big Lebowski, <laughs> they blew back into into like everybody up there, <laughs> <laughs> including you. No, we were up on the hill. We were just we were okay. up high, looking down. We were just watching, but we saw the 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 poof of of um, ash, the steam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. I'm sure their friend, if if he was a fish fan, would have found that more entertaining than them successfully throwing his ashes into the gorge. That was a, that was a rough one. Would you rather be thrown into the gorge or onto a a pink stage in a in a bag? By far the gorge. All right. You sure? Pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, same. If I knew more pink songs, then maybe I'd change my answer. Yeah. If yeah. I only know just like a pill, and that wouldn't really have worked. <laughs> Throw me into Ruby Waves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the deal is with people throwing stuff. I saw another video, someone tossed their phone. Well, Mark Hoppus like encouraged them to. They threw their phone to him. He took selfies with Tom. He filmed from the stage, and then he tossed the phone back. That happened at real big, real big fish. That happened at less than Jake the other night. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the trombone player had the camera. Yeah, and he successfully tossed it back into the crowd. It's pretty good. Mark, uh, Mark has like Mark Hoppus has his Discord or whatever, which is where he just like talks to his fans, and he said one of these days. I'm just going to take someone's phone, put it in my pocket, end the show, and leave. <laughs> like, how He's funny would tired that of, be? Like, people throwing phones at him. He's like, well, how funny would it be if someone's just like, is he coming back? Like, did he just steal my phone? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he's getting tired of it because he, he, they were just filming and he like motioned to them, like, throw it. And he even did like the, like, I think they didn't want to because they're probably like, Phones are expensive. I don't want to lose this. Yeah. But it was a good I would not throw my phone on stage at a show. Come on. If you're in front row and Mark Hoppus is asking you for your phone, you're you've played enough cornhole to be able to toss that thing. That's true. And it is in an otter box, so Yeah, so you're good. No free ads. I'll bleep no free that. Ads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd throw my phone to to Mark Hoppus. And try. 
So you had a question for me that you gave me no context for. No, I did not give you context. It has to do with earplugs? It does. So we were at the benefit show on Saturday and like it was really loud in there. And so like Sandra's like, do you and Nick like not wear earplugs at shows? <laughs> She's like, you realize like when you're older, like people are going to be talking to you and like you won't be able to hear anything. And you have like these really expensive hearing aids just to, like hear a little something. She's like, should you like, shouldn't you start wearing those at shows? I'm like, oh, maybe that's not a bad point to maybe start breaking out earplugs. But I feel like has the damage been done at this point already or i try not to think about it too much because they're i think there is a constant ringing in my ears but i'm so used to it that to me that is what silence is but if i become too aware of it i might i might go crazy it's i mean it's not gonna get better uh i'm debating if i do make the move because I do like now that I look for it, I do see more and more people wearing them during shows. Yeah. Um, this kid at the lane show I was talking to, he had earplugs in. Um, it made talking to him pretty difficult, which is kind of annoying. Um I know friend of the pod, Lauren, wears earplugs. And a lot of people, because it comes up in like fish forums a lot, they swear by them and they say like you can hear the music better because of like I don't know why I've never worn them, but like I could kind of say I wouldn't wear them to a fish show. I could kind of see like our punk like, shows. Yeah, I can see like if you were to cover your ears, you can still hear. You're still getting everything. Like it's not like they're fully blocking out the sound because then why are you even going to the show? <laughs> How yeah. funny would that be? <laughs> you can't your... hear anything. <laughs> they just really like the light show and the environment. <laughs> And sweating. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It'd probably be a good idea. But <laughs> so would a lot of things. Yeah. It's like so I'm it... toying with it. But then I like I made myself laugh. I'm like picturing myself like old and like someone's <laughs> trying to talk to me. I can't hear a single like goddamn thing they're saying. <laughs> and the only thing in my head <laughs> speak up. <laughs> And the only thing in my head is just the ending guitar solo of David Bowie. And that's all I care about. All, <laughs> you, I hear, can't hear all you hear is... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like those people get like stuck in an acid trip forever. <laughs> You're stuck, stuck in an audio acid trip. And you'd always be like, Shaking your head. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> He's listening to solo, man. Full tray face, and I can't hear. <laughs> Someone asks you a question, you just be like, "Never mind." <laughs> That's how he says what. <laughs> I think there's probably some sick assisted hearing thing. So by now, like you probably control that from your phone. Oh, I'm sure. I could given like another like forty years, thirty years. Yeah, they'll probably be able to translate for you. Get new ears. I don't know if they would go that far, but that'd be really cool. Artificial intelligence ears. 
I'll share my ears with a robot. Eh, maybe not. All right, we'll try earplugs someday. Eventually, not, not Saturday. Maybe. Well, we can ask Lauren Saturday at at Stoke for Summer. Maybe I'll bring some with me, and then make a game time decision. Yeah, I mean, you could always just you know take them out Fish. or put them in. It's not like if you decide to wear them, I'm they just have stuck to with be. Them. In. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you ones that you don't know are actually headphones. And then I'm going to just blast the ending to David Bowie. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like the best pair of head of earplugs you can ask for. (laughs) Does sound fun. But yeah, I will absolutely not have them Wednesday. No, man. Yeah. Next time you, that we do an episode, we'll have gone to fish and stoke for summer. Wow. And there'll be a new yellow card EP out. Wow. After we thought they were gone. Yeah, no, I've heard nothing but good things from people who went on that tour. Shout out Vinny. False advertising again, though. Meredith, um, my friend Nick from work, friend Kevin from work, a lot, oh, lot of people. That? Vinny went and sat on the boardwalk. You said they sounded good? Yeah. And it looked like he had a great spot. There's like that little grass area. By like the bathrooms, I guess. <laughs> there might be another one that's not by the bathrooms, but people had like blankets and lawn chairs and seemed like a great idea to hear hear a show. You say story of the year was good too? Yeah. Yeah. That's what my buddy Kevin was saying was like Story of the Year like brought a lot of energy and like yellow he said yellow card didn't quite have the same energy. They're mellower though. Yeah. And they only they played half of Ocean Avenue, which we've established is is fine because half of that album is not as strong as I remember it being. Very front loaded. But they very much advertised it as like the Ocean Avenue tour. I guess like now what? we need bands to specifically say they're playing an album in full. Otherwise, I- I thought they did, but I thought they did too. Like, did like less than Jake came out and flat out said we're playing Hello Rock for you in its entirety, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think if you don't have that clarification, maybe you expect like a deep cut or two, and it's in honor of this is a new thing. Anytime a band's ever put an album in the tour title, that's not a new album. They've always played it in full. That's for as long as I can remember. I think. That's how I've interpreted it. Yeah. But now, you know, we had some 41 do it. We had yellow card do it with these like the ocean Avenue tour, the all killer, no filler, 20 years, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Some 41 could do whatever they want. I wish they wouldn't break up yellow card. I'm just sad. I didn't go. So I'm just going to be a hater. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm excited for the EP. Yeah, we'll have that next time. We'll have fish next time. We'll stoke for summer recap. Um, we will have book club. We're gonna save it for next episode. Um, so if you're following along, read part one. Or don't do whatever you want. But we're gonna talk did a about, good we're, amount. Yeah, so we're far. gonna talk about talk about part one. Very excited. That book is 
seriously like if you're listening to us and you're still listening to us into this hour episode and you even kind of like reading like you have to get this book it is so so interesting it is so good it's all firsthand accounts from these artists from the time periods how these bands started at vfws and nothing and made it to like rooftop new year's eve hosting the ball drop with jay-z in times square like this scene blew up so far bigger than what i remember like it is unreal secret clubs and all this shit that they had like there's so many good stories i can't recommend it enough especially if you're into music and 2000s music like Join us. Talk about it with us because it's gonna be awesome. I'm very excited. So that's my that's my speech. Great, great book. That's a hell of a pitch right there. It it's just yeah, it's there's so many stories. It's awesome. Um, which we will get to next week. Um, uh, or maybe two weeks if we run Millington next week. Um we'll figure that out. EBD. off the air but um either way we hope everyone's summer's going good we hope you're going to lots of shows we hope bands are playing albums in full if they say they're going to and as always we love you and we'll see you next time oh my friends backwards down, down number line. Line.